This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, June 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downley. The market is doing its job to help out corn farmers, and now producers are calling on Congress and the Obama administration to do their shares. The small increase for corn exports predicted by the USDA on Friday will translate into a boost in the prices farmers get for their crops. That's proof, says the National Corn Growers Association, that increased demand and trade improves the bottom line for farmers. It's also evidence that Congress should ratify the Trans-Pacific Partnership deal and the EPA was wrong to propose cutting the renewable volume obligations for ethanol. NCGA President Chip Bowling said... Farmers need the EPA to step up and comply with its statutory obligations under the Renewable Fuel Standard. Bowling said, we need Congress to help us push export demand even further by opening new markets, by passing the Trans-Pacific Partnership, and lifting the Cuban trade embargo. As this month's report demonstrates, even small increases to demand can have an impact on prices. Working together, we can make each small impact add up to a real Necessary boost for farm families. Net exports of corn are expected to decline if TPP is implemented between the U.S., Japan, Mexico, Canada, Vietnam, and seven other countries. But corn farmers are still expected to reap significant benefits, that according to a study produced by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Beef and pork exports are expected to get a major boost from the trade pact, creating significant new demand for animal feed and pushing up domestic corn prices. In regards to the EPA, corn farmers are still smarting from the agency's recent proposal to cut renewable volume obligations to 14.8 billion gallons of ethanol that will need to be blended into gasoline in 2017. Bowling said recently, For farmers and others in rural America, this new EPA proposal means low corn prices and ethanol plant and industry cutbacks. And for everyone else, it means higher gas prices and dirtier air. U.S. corn farmers have Brazil to thank. While the fate of the Trans-Pacific Partnership deal is still uncertain, U.S. corn farmers can still be thankful for a less-than-bumper crop in Brazil, South America's largest farming country. Good growing weather and plentiful rains have spurred the Brazilians to keep planting more corn for the past several years. Not this year. In a recording posted on the department's website, USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson said this year they had dryness and we dropped our estimate of their production by 2.5 million metric tons. As a result, that's going to boost U.S. export potential and sales potential. Counting on an export boost from weaker South American competition, U.S. ending stocks for the 15-16 marketing year will dip, boosting average farm gate prices by about 10 cents. With a lower-than-expected carry-in, Johansson says prices for the 16-17 market a year will likely do even better. Lawmakers ask for expedited farm worker visas. Farmers are desperate for seasonal labor, but the government's H-2A visa program is slow, ineffective, and can't meet even a small percentage of the need. More than 100 lawmakers complained in a recently published letter. Representatives Dan Newhouse, a Republican of Washington, Sanford Bishop, a Democrat of Georgia, Susan Delbean, a Democrat of Washington, Elise Stefanik, a Republican of New York, and many others signed on to a letter to Labor Secretary Thomas Perez and Director of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services Leon Rodriguez to ask that farmers get access to expedited service so they don't lose their crops. 
The lawmakers wrote, quote, For the past two years, H-2A employers have experienced unacceptable delays in the processing of labor certifications, visa petitions, and interviews for final border crossing and arrival on farms and ranches. These delays are devastating to growers and ranchers that cannot wait to plant, tend, and harvest. This trend leaves growers fearful of a major breakdown of the system when peak demand for H-2A workers hits its beginning in June. African Millers Tour U.S. Wheat Country Today, the second day of the traditional tour of U.S. wheat country by Nigerian millers. But according to the U.S. Wheat Associates, they'll have more company this time around. U.S. Wheat Associates says representatives of the milling industries in Ghana and South Africa will be joining the Nigerians as they travel through Texas, Kansas, North Dakota, and Minnesota between June 12th and the 24th to assess trade opportunities and U.S. wheat quality. Nigeria, which bought about a million tons of hard red winter wheat from the U.S. in the 15-16 market a year, one of the largest foreign markets for U.S. farmers. South Africa is a relatively smaller market, but has potential for growth, according to the group. Gerald Theus, a regional assistant director for Sub-Saharan Africa for the U.S. Wheat Associates, said the milling industries in these countries rely on an uninterrupted supply of quality wheat. Thea said, in competitive markets where we face new challenges, there is nothing more vulnerable than connecting these participants directly with the farmers and other members of the supply chain. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, June 13th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.